You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, February 14th, 2022. I am Dave Biddle flying solo on today's show. We will make this one somewhat short. I don't know how sweet, though. I'm still a little salty after last night. Bengals, of course, lost the Super Bowl to the Rams 23-20. to In all seriousness, it was a great season for the Bengals. Good game last night. Uh, it stings, but... Um, Great year for the Bengals. It was so cool seeing them make a run to the Super Bowl. Too bad they couldn't finish it. But let's move along and talk Ohio State football. Now, the big thing right now for the Buckeyes is they are six over the scholarship limit. That's including after Cormonte Hamilton decided to transfer. Uh, That happened after we recorded the show on Friday. That news broke on Friday. So they're six over the scholarship limit. They're sitting there at 91 scholarships. and it's really the big reason is because the super seniors now count against the 85. We'll get into that in a little bit and who's kind of at fault there. And, and maybe was there some confusion there? We'll get into that, but let's get into some guys who might be on the move here. Let's just speculate. We're not throwing anybody under the bus. We're just being real here. The Buckeyes are six over the scholarship limit. That means six guys are going to leave the program. I mean, let's just be real about it. Uh, unless certain guys that were on scholarship, maybe go back to, walk-on status. There's one guy we'll get into that might fit that mold, but there's going to be some guys who are on scholarship, at least five, in my opinion, who will be leaving the program sometime after spring. Maybe even a guy or two will leave before spring like like, uh, Cormonte Hamilton did. So let's get into some of the guys that might be candidates to move on to a different program. I think one that is extremely obvious is kicker Jake Seibert. Great kid, but I cannot imagine Ryan Day being able to validate having two kickers on scholarship when you're right now six over the limit. Noah Ruggles is coming back, and it's not just the fact that they have two scholarship kickers right now, although that's a big part of it. They're also bringing in a really good preferred walk-on kicker um, from IMG, and they have another walk-on kicker coming back, Dominic DiMaccio, who will be a super senior, but he doesn't count against the 85. Um, So, you know, they'll have Ruggles coming back, who's coming off the best year ever by an Ohio State kicker, at least the most accurate. I would still say Mike Nugent's 2002 season is the best ever by an Ohio State kicker. But Ruggles, best percentage year by an Ohio State kicker ever this past year, 20 of 21 in field goals, perfect in extra points. Uh, I mean, it, it's just great he's coming back for another year. And, uh, and like I said, they have two walk-on kickers. So I just don't see room for Jake Seibert on this roster. Um, maybe other guys will leave. We'll get into some other guys that might leave. And, you know, there'll still be room for two scholarship kickers on the roster. I just don't see any way they're going to have two scholarship kickers on the rock- roster this year. That's just my opinion. All right, some other guys. I-, I could see one of the offensive linemen that's maybe entering year three that hasn't really seen the field and isn't re- projected to even really compete for a starting spot, maybe be a two-deep guy at best. I could see one of the the offensive linemen that are entering year three leave. 
Um, you know, I could see, you know, a guy like a, like a Jaden McKenzie on the defensive line. Uh, again, really good kid, not throwing him under the bus. It's, you know, entering what? Entering his third year at D tackle. Now, maybe he's a guy that's in the plans. I don't know. I'm just, you know, with, with Jerron Cage coming back as a super senior and Teron Vincent coming back as a fifth-year senior and Tyleek Williams having a bigger role. Uh, I think Mike Hall is going to have a bigger role. Ty Hamilton's coming back. I, I just don't know if there's, you know, uh, playing time available for young Mr. McKenzie. You know, hopefully some of these guys that I'm talking about step up and become, like, you know, fantastic players this year. We're just speculating here because, again, they are six over the limit right now. Now, the one guy that I mentioned that was a walk-on, they put on scholarship last year, who's coming back for a sixth year, and maybe might go back to walk-on status, could be Mitch Rossi. Then again, they love Mitch Rossi, and I know they want to keep him on scholarship, but who knows what's going to happen there. I mean, he was a walk-on for four years, then he was a scholarship kid last year. They bumped him up as a fifth-year senior, coming back for a sixth year uh, as a super senior. Um, maybe he's a kid just, just by necessity. Um, might have to bump back down to walk-on status. We'll see about that. Um, one guy that came back who I really like personally that surprised me as a super senior is Taraja Mitchell. And again, he counts against the 85. If he didn't count against the 85, it would be a, a non-factor. But, you know, with Jim Knowles only using two linebackers, unless you count the hybrid as a linebacker, and a lot of linebackers are coming back. I mean, we, we think of linebackers as, you know, a, a weakness of this team. I don't know if it will be going forward. It definitely was this past year, but they've got a bunch of guys coming back that, yeah, I'm bullish on, you know, Steel Chambers. Cody Simon was banged up big time this past year. I think most of you guys know that, but if you don't, now you know. Cody Simon was banged up for most of the year last year and just toughed his way through it. Tommy Eichenberg stepping up like he did in the Rose Bowl. You know, they got EA Natiote coming back, the USC transfer um, coming back as a super senior. A lot of guys coming, you know, Reed Carrico coming back. He'll be a redshirt freshman. They've got, you know, guys coming in like, you know, C.J. Hicks and Sonny Styles, Gabe Powers. So I'm just frankly surprised that Taraja Mitchell's coming back for another year. I don't, I don't know if there's playing time available for him, um, but he counts against the 85. So that's another one right there. Uh, again, though, great kid, was a captain. Tells you everything you need to know that he was a captain. Um, you know you got to be a, an outstanding young man to be a captain at Ohio State. So, you know, those are some of the guys. I know I'm probably leaving some guys out, but, like, you know, the one guy that I feel really confident that um, – maybe confidence the, the wrong word. That sounds a little mean. But, again, I just – I can't imagine they're going to have two kickers on scholarship. With Ruggles coming back as the clear starter, two walk-on kickers on the roster, I, I just don't see, you know, room for Seibert on this roster. Um, if he does transfer, I wish him very well. And, again, maybe there's a way he can stay on the roster. We'll get uh, – we'll see about that. Now, I do want to get to this. A lot of people are blaming the NCAA for the fact that uh, super seniors count against the 85. Here's the truth of the matter. You need to blame the universities. They're not going to come out and say this. The universities were not happy that they were having to basically have, you know, up to like 95 kids on scholarship, you know, with the super seniors. So they're now paying, you know. You know, these kids are getting a free ride. They got 10 extra kids with the free ride or whatever it might be, five extra kids, however many super seniors you have. And from what I've been told, Steve Hellwagon has alluded to this on the show and in print on Buck Nuts. This was the university's low-key saying, we don't want this anymore. And a lot of people are blaming the NCAA. You really shouldn't blame the NCAA. You should blame the individual institutions for 
I don't know if being cheap is the right word, being frugal. I don't know. Um, but that's what it is. It's the universities wanting it to go back to 85 so they don't have to foot the bill for extra kids getting a free ride. That's the truth of the matter right there. And Dave Dorn from NC State's been very outspoken about this. If you follow anything that he said, Dave Dorn, former Wisconsin assistant coach, I believe he was the head coach at Northern Illinois before he got the NC State job. has been at NC State for a while now. He's been very, very adamant that this is ridiculous, that super seniors should not count against the 85. It should be just like it was last year. And I think a lot of coaches were confused. I think a lot of coaches, you know, when the rule was installed last year that, oh, you can be over the 85 as, as long as, you know, the reason that you're over the 85 is because of the super seniors. You can be over the 85. And I think a lot of coaches thought that was going to be the case for as long as super seniors existed. Basically, anybody who played in the 2020 season, the COVID year, where the Buckeyes played a total of five regular season games and eight total games. They had three postseason games in 2020 and five regular season games, which is still one of the funniest stats to me of all time. I'm including the Big Ten Championship game that year as a postseason game, of course. Five regular season games and three postseason games for the Buckeyes in 2020 when they lost to Alabama in the national championship game. But they beat the breaks off Clemson in the semifinals, which is what I choose to remember the most. Well, that in beating the breaks off Michigan in the Ann Arbor that year. But I digress. So anybody who played in the 2020 COVID year, it does not count as a year of eligibility. And I think everybody thought, myself included, I know Ryan Day thought this, a lot of coaches thought that was going to be how it went, you know, going forward for the next few years. Anybody who played in 2020 did not count as a year of eligibility. Now, if you enrolled as a true freshman in 2021, like Travion Henderson, all those guys, you it was irrelevant for those guys. It didn't matter. You get, you, you enrolled after that only guys that played in 2020 can be a super senior, uh, basically have uh, six years to play five instead of five to play four. And so, you know, I remember Ryan day talking about, it. it's going to be kind of like a, you know, a floating number for the next few years was that was his interpretation of it. And a lot of coaches. So I think a lot of coaches were blindsided by this. A lot of people in the media, still are confused about this, um, that, oh, the super seniors, they, they now count. Yeah, the super seniors now count. So that's why the Buckeyes are so far over the scholarship limit. I think, you know, and a lot of teams are dealing with this. This is not Ryan Day being out to lunch. This is, you know, something that a lot of coaches are confused about, and a lot of programs are dealing with this right now. You're going to have a lot of programs that basically are going to need to have, quote, unquote, the talk with young men and, and tell them, listen, like, there's no playing time available for you here. You know, we're over the limit. If you want to play, you might want to look to transfer. <laughs> that's a little, that's, that's my little uh, cliff notes version of how quote unquote, the talk goes with these players. So we'll see what happens, but blame the individual institutions, not the NCAA. And I cannot believe I'm defending the NCAA here, but trust me, it's the institutions that do not want to pay the bill for these extra kids to be on scholarship. That's what it boils down to. All right, one more thing. Speaking of, this is funny to talk about. We're talking about Ohio State has to like, you know, there's, there's six over right now, but there's also a lot of talk that they want to get a transfer uh, tight end from the portal. I think that was the case. I don't know if that's the case any longer. They obviously wanted the kid from uh, Oklahoma, uh, ended up transferring to South Carolina. The Buckeyes went after him hard. In fact, at one point, it looked like he was going to be a Buckeye uh, until Spencer Rattler, his former teammate from Oklahoma, also transferred to South Carolina. Um, Looked like the uh, tight end from Oklahoma was going to transfer to Ohio State. There was a lot of crystal balls out there for him. And then when Spencer Rattler, his buddy and 
his quarterback transferred to South Carolina. They became kind of a package deal. Um, and uh, the Buckeyes were left out in the cold there. But speaking of Mitch Rossi, with Mitch Rossi coming back, they might be okay. My guess right now is, unless they find somebody who they really like, that they're not going to get a tight end in the portal. One of the reasons because they're six over the scholarship limit. But, you know, with Rossi coming back, they really like him. He was the best blocking tight end on the team last year. And um, and let's be real, that's that's the job description. There was all this talk, oh, Jeremy Rucker, definitely going to blow by 30 receptions. going to be the first since Ben Hartsock in 2003 to get over 30 receptions. Hartsock had uh, 33 that year in 2003. Even Ryan Day was joking about it media day in Indianapolis last summer, saying, oh, yeah, we're going to definitely. Rucker's hitting that for sure. Well, here's the thing. Jeremy Ruckert played in all 13 games this past season, 26 receptions all year, averaged two receptions a game. They do not throw the ball to the tight end in the Ohio State offense every year. We have a running joke. Is this going to be the year? Guess what? This is not going to be the year. We're not going to have that joke this year. (laughs) Uh, They don't throw the ball to the tight end. So uh, I, I just don't see a big need here with Rossi coming back. He's the blocking tight end. Tight ends in Ohio State's offense block. That's what they do. That's the job description. I think they might be okay here. Let's look at it. They've got five guys on scholarship. Well, five if you count Rossi, I guess. No, not even counting Rossi. Rossi, they have six guys on scholarship right now. If if Rossi comes off scholarship, they'll have five. Here's the guys they have. They've got Mitch Rossi. They've got G. Scott. They've got Joe Royer. They've got Sam Hart. And they've got early enrollee Bennett Christian. Okay, I just screwed that up. They do have a total of five, even with Rossi. Okay, so if they take Rossi off scholarship, they'll have four scholarship guys with G, Joe Royer, Sam Hart, and Bennett Christian. My bad on that. So they've got a total of five guys right now with Rossi, G, Scott, Joe Royer, Sam Hart, and Bennett Christian. So I think that is probably enough at the tight end position. And I like the fact that Bennett Christian has enrolled early. He's a big boy. He he fits that mold of a, an Ohio State tight end. It looks like he can block right now. 6'6", 240, only going to get bigger and stronger. Um, and we'll see what happens. Though. Some of these guys like Joe Royer and Sam Hart need to step up. I mean, they picked Joe Royer over Luke Lachey. Luke Lachey was playing a lot as a redshirt freshman this past season at Iowa. And, you know, they, you know, I thought it showed that, you know, Ryan Day, I was like, wow, that's, that's a bold move there. I mean, Jim Lachey is Ohio State royalty. You don't take his son. You take, uh, you know, you take uh, Royer over him. Well, it's time for Royer to step up. Royer's going to his third year. He needs to be a guy that steps up. Um, G. Scott's a guy that can really help them, you know, as a flex tight end. Again, they don't throw the ball to tight end very much, but uh, if they choose to, G. Scott can help. So I think with those five guys on the roster right now, Rossi, G. Scott, Joe Royer, Sam Hart, Bennett Christian, they should be okay at tight end. So for those that are wondering, are they going to, you know, still look in the portal for a tight end? I doubt it. I doubt it. So, um, again, for two reasons, over the scholarship limit, and I think they like those five guys that they have. All right, well, that's all for me on today's show. Thank you for joining me for this edition of the show. I appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. (laughs) 